You are now listening to Season 1, Episode 6 of the You Got This Queen podcast. Hey queens, it's your girl Anaya Marie and we're back with another episode. Today I have a very, very special guest. She is the greatest person in the world, has taught me everything that I know today and has done an amazing job if I do say so myself, raising me. So let's give it up for my mommy. Hey, queens. How y'all <laughs> doing? <laughs> All right, mom. So I want you guys to, um want you to introduce yourself to everybody. Tell them your name, uh, where you from, and whatever else you want to let them know about yourself. Okay. My name is Shonda Charette. I was born in Patterson, New Jersey, moved to Spanish Harlem, Spanish Harlem in the house um, when I was four years old and I grew up in, you know, the projects all of my life up until a few years ago. Um, I had my beautiful princess when I was 20. Started working for New York City Housing Authority um, until, unfortunately, I was laid off after 15 years. And then I've just been grinding and working and finding jobs that, you know, I can get to make ends meet, to support my daughter and do what I needed to do to make her life a better life to give her everything that she wanted or may have needed at that time. Yes. And I appreciate everything you've ever done for me. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. All right. So we're going to do a couple icebreakers. I like to do that with the guests and then we're going to get into um, the topic. Well, today we're going to be talking about Queens May we know them, be them, and raise them. Um, so that's the topic for today. So first, we're going to do a couple icebreakers, and then we'll get into the other questions. Okay. So the first icebreaker I have is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice I must say I was ever given was, I attended a close family's um, funeral mm-hmm. and I was harboring a lot of ill will towards certain people mm. and someone got up and spoke and they were talking about forgiveness mm-hmm. and they said, you need to forgive those who's, who've ever hurt you. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, forgive? What? I'm not forgiving nobody. (laughs) But then they went on to say the forgiveness is not for that person. Mm -hmm. The forgiveness is for you. For you to let it go and for you to be free and stop harboring that ill will and allow your blessings to just rain upon you. Mm. So I would say that was the best advice forgiveness and not for the other person but for you to let go and move on and be a better you right yeah 
When you die, what do you want to be remembered for? When I die, honestly, I would want to be remembered for the good-hearted and loving person that I am. Um, my personality speaks for itself. You know, the things that I do, um, how I love people unconditionally. Um, just me being a loving and giving person that I've been, I've always been, and that I will always continue to be, mm-hmm. even from up in, in the skies, you know, I'll still try to come down and just touch somebody's heart with my loving arms and my hugs that people <laughs> think is amazing, that my hugs are the best. You know, that's what I want to be remembered by, by me being the the caring and, you know, loving person that I've always been. Right. No matter what I've been through or you know, what I've seen, I've always remained the same person. Mm -hmm. I've never changed for nobody. Right. Right. Um, If you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Ooh. (laughs) A superpower. Honestly, I would like to be invisible. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I say that because there's so many times there's things that you really want to know and you would probably never, ever know. So if I was invisible, I would be able to know the truth instead of somebody telling me what they want me to hear Mm -hmm. or think I should hear or want to see or think I should or should not see. So, yeah, invisible woman. So that you know, I can be places and people don't know that I'm there and I don't really know what's the deal. <laughs> Mine was similar to that, but it's to read people's minds. Mm. Yeah. So I can know like what people's like true feelings and intentions are. Yes. Because like you said, you know, people tell you what they what they want you to hear, not what they, you know, really feel. So yeah. That's a good one. Oh, right? I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, ooh, if you could tell your younger self anything, what would it be? My younger self, honestly, I would tell my younger self, be strong, choose wisely, and don't let nobody no, I mean, nobody ever make you feel less than what you are mm. or treat you any less than what you deserve. Right. And that's what I would tell my younger self, you know, mm-hmm. don't let nobody steal your joy. Don't let nobody treat you less than what you deserve. Right. And lastly, what is your definition of a queen? My definition of a queen is a woman who can hold her own. Mm. A woman who can get out there and grind for her family. A woman who can raise children. A woman who can do it 
don't ask for the help when they really know they need it, Mm -hmm. but they still try to press on and do it themselves to the best that they can. Mm -hmm. Um, A woman who will get out there and work and grind to make sure that her family is good and provide for her children, her mate, her parent, her siblings, just her family in general, and, you know, hold the ones down that's holding you down. Right. All right, so you ready to get into this question? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, what's one of your earliest childhood memories? One of my earliest childhood memories. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow, <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> Um, earliest childhood memories was Friday nights at my Nana's house, Mm. fish fries, you know, the family being there. Um, even though a lot of the times the kids couldn't be in the living room with the adults, (laughs) you know, but just the fact that everybody gathered there on Fridays, you know, just be with each other it was just amazing and the family is like that still to this day you know we're close-knit and we always come in together just because so that's one of the best childhood memories that I can think of that the family always came to home um especially where you're at right now right there Mm -hmm. (laughs) me years ago you know just to be together right just to be together Just a fun fact, you guys. I'm currently right now visiting my grandma in Harlem. She still is here in my great-grandma's apartment. And they've had this apartment for, what, my 67 years? 67 years, yeah. 67 years. The same apartment. I told grandma, even if she moves, I want to keep it just so we, you know, like, have many memories here. People have what gave birth here got married in the living room exactly (laughs) so many parties i labored here before we went to the hospital everything my water broke with you there yeah um okay what's something you always wanted to do but didn't and why didn't you something i always wanted to do was to finish school um to get my college degree mm-hmm. and I did go back to school as an adult you know after I had you and we moved into our own apartment and I didn't finish because uh assignment they told me I missed when I know I posted it and when I tried to go back you know, to retrieve the assignment, it was no longer there. So I really didn't have the proof that I actually did post the assignment. So mm-hmm. I, you know, it was so much money involved and so many loans that I had taken out that far. It just, you know, just threw me back. And I was just like, uh, I can't right now, I can't dish out no more money. I can't mm-hmm. do this. I have a child to raise. And then, 
at that time I was in a relationship where the support wasn't really there that I needed to push like, babe, listen, you right there, just mm-hmm. we'll figure it out, you know, go back and do what you got to do. Get that degree. I didn't have that. So the motivation just wasn't there for me to go back and finish. So mm-hmm. I'm actually thinking about now going back and trying to finish and get some type of degree um, now. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> you got this. It's never too late. You're right. And yeah. when you have the support, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, uh, and yeah. I have that now, you know, um, it's babe, whatever you want to do, you know, we'll figure it out and you take it from there. Mm-hmm. So that makes a big difference too. And a lot of decisions that we make is, you know, having a support and, someone that your mate that truly, truly, truly supports you and not just supports you when it's convenient. Right. Right. Um, What was your relationship with mama like growing up? Mama is my grandma, y'all. That's what I call her. (laughs) Woo! You're going deep, baby. You're going deep. <laughs> Honestly, my relationship with my mom growing up, I'm not going to say it wasn't good. Um, because one thing I can say is my mom was always there. She was always present. Um, she always supported me. However, my twin... Um, for all of you that don't know, I am a twin. I have a twin brother. Um, he was a very bad asthmatic growing up. So she spent a lot of her time in and out of the hospital with him, you know, with me growing up, which drew me closer to having a relationship with my grandmother, which is your great grandmother, mm-hmm. um, because she was in the hospital a lot of the times with him, you know, as a child with him being sick with asthma. A lot of people think that, you know, oh, asthma is not that serious, but it was that serious. My twin spent months at a time in the hospital. You know, he was published in a paper because they was ready to make a special wing just for him Mm. because, you know, he was in and out. He'll come home for a few weeks and then he's back in the hospital. And it was so bad to where one of his teachers in our elementary school, she started taking me home with her on the weekends, Mm. you know, because my mom had to be there with him because he was a kid. So she had to spend her time there with him. And I understood it, you know, but sometimes, you know, as a child, you understand and you don't understand. And it's like, okay, my time, you know, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, he needed her most at that time. And, you know, I used to tell my mom, like growing up, she wasn't like, how we are now with the I love you, you know, she didn't express that a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. Like now when I speak to my mom, any time of the day, morning, noon, night, whatever, before we hang up the phone, you know, we tell each other, we love each other all the time. And 
that was something that I missed, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. Like hearing my mom say, I love you, even though she was supportive of everything. I must say everything she supported me in any and everything that I did, um, even with helping me with you, mm-hmm. you know, when I had you and I was grown when I had you, but she was still, I was, sometimes I used to be like, um, who's the mother here? <laughs> I'd be like that too with my kids. Like, girl, I'm their mother. Like, you, you raised your kids. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, who's the mother here? Me or you? She's like, that's my baby. That's my baby. And I'm like, all right, ma. All right. I'm your baby. And you have your two sons. This is your granddaughter. Like, <laughs> But, yeah. I would, I would say, I would say that, you know, like, mm-hmm. I just missed, uh, uh, you know, like her being there a lot growing yeah. with him being sick and in and out of the hospital and stuff. And then, you know, um, he got into an accident and that took time to, and, you know, attention and stuff like that. But one thing, yeah. like, like I said, always and forever, she supported me in everything that I did, everything that I wanted to do, every idea that I had, mm-hmm. you know, she always supported me, dance classes, um, acting classes. She made sure I got to my um, auditions for commercials, for TV shows, for movies, mm-hmm. you know, um, and everything. If she couldn't get me there, she was on the phone with your uncle, like, um, we need to get her here. She <laughs> needs to be there at this time. Right. <laughs> he's like, my she's like, she gotta go. This is what she wanna do. She wanna act. So we're gonna take her. They got her an audition. Mm-hmm. And even if I didn't get the part or whatever, she'll be like, you know what, baby, it's okay. Something else will come along. Right. So that one thing I can say, she was very supportive, and I love her forever for that. Right. And the fact that she raised three kids by herself, right? You know, um, attack early in life in her thirties, you know, didn't allot her to be able to work like that, and you know, to give me and my twin like the latest fashion that everybody else was wearing. And that's when my older brother stepped in as like the father figure, you know, and he made sure that we had the latest of everything, but no matter what, she made sure we had meal on the table every single day. Every single day we had a home cooked meal. It wasn't none of that McDonald's and Wendy's and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. It was home cooked meals every single day. That homework needed to be done. Your chores needed to be done for you to go outside on the weekends or after school. You know, you needed to do what you needed to do in order to get those rewards of going outside after school or being outside late on the weekends or, you know, my so-and-so mother is outside. Can I stay? You did your chores. You did everything you need to do. Yes. Okay. Then if they out there, then you can. So, no. Yeah. That, that, those were the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now she don't even be wanting to cook nothing. I know you got her spoiled princess. (laughs) You got her spoiled. Mama taught you well. Oh, mama taught you well. I think mama taught you a little too well. My husband don't even like my cabbage no more. (laughs) 
my stepdad only want me to make cabbage. <laughs> oh my god! You be like, who made this cabbage? You are not, y'all. I'm like, okay. He's like, all right, I eat. It. I'm like, really bad, but I saw how to make it. He's like, it's uh-huh. so but she makes it better. I'm like, all right, all right. What up, he be even trying to play me on my mac and cheese sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. But I, that, that's one thing I'm proud of that, you know, I had you in that kitchen early teaching you and you wanted to learn. And so that way you was able to be, a, you know, be able to fend for yourself, cook for you, right. yourself, your mate, you know, you, now you have kids and your yeah. kids eat well, you know what I mean? And not always that fast food and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um. Was there something your parents did when you were younger that you swore you'd never do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I think in 25 years of living, I think I might have only hit you two times. Yeah. One, as a baby, because you were playing with the sockets mm-hmm. and I popped you. And one, as a teenager. And it wasn't even my fault. I was so mad at you. I know you was mad at me, baby, but you you had to understand where I was coming from. And as you get older, you'll realize why I did what I did and what I was saying when someone else's child is in your hands and they don't know the environment, you supposed to protect them at all costs. The same way I would have wanted you protected at all costs. If the shoe was on the other foot, Mm -hmm. I would have expected their parents to pop them upside their head if they didn't know where you were at. You know what I mean? So it wasn't just like I did it because it was you. No, I would have wanted the same thing done if the situation was flipped, if it was Mm -hmm. reversed. Because I'm leaving my precious baby with you. I expect my precious baby to come back. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So it, 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 it was... How can I put this? It was fucked up on my end. You know, the way that I went about it, it was just my emotions at that moment and the things at that time that was going on Mm -hmm. and the not knowing, it was just like my emotions was all over the place. And I'm like, oh my God, where's this child at? Like, Mm you know, they don't, she don't even know where she's at. She don't know this area, you know, it's so much going on with these different project beefs and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my God. And I do apologize for the way that I handled it because I could have handled it better. I could have handled it differently. But at that moment, it was my emotions that was taken over instead of me just thinking logically. So I do want to apologize baby for that. Thank you. <laughs> and then she was up here sleeping the whole time we searching for her. <laughs> no, she wasn't upstairs sleeping the whole yes. time. When he came back, they said she had just went upstairs to grandma's house. Yeah, then we got here. She was sleeping the bed. I'm like, girl. I wanted to bust her in her forehead Me too. too. Like, I got. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
I don't even think I ever told her father that story. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I can't remember. <laughs> but besides that, but, I was a great kid, must you no, say. You were an amazing child. You're, you're amazing. I would never my kids, but ooh, Nyla be giving me a run for my money. Yeah, I know. She is like I, the I, complete opposite of what I was. She sure is. She sure <laughs> is. You were... You were very you you weren't quiet, but you you were calm, you were relaxed, you did what you had to do. You know, um, you wasn't into everything. I didn't have to tell you now nah, you don't touch this, now nah, you don't touch that, now nah, you don't touch this, now nah, you don't touch that. Mm-hmm. You weren't that child at all. You was reading, you know, writing at the age of three and a half. So mm-hmm. You know, I was like, wow. I said, I want to have another kid just to see what the terrible twos <laughs> is about. Because my baby ain't giving it to me. I didn't go through the terrible twos. I didn't go through the teething problems. Like, I didn't experience none of that stuff with you. And it was like, damn, should I have another baby just to see? <laughs> it's, it's really a terrible twos? Because my baby ain't giving it to me. <laughs> it was like oh my god he sent me this little angel <laughs> just the best and then when you got in you know high school and junior high school you know you wanted to start messing up at school a little bit you know one minute you bringing me home on a roll and then the next minute it's like princess mm-hmm. oh, 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 what the hell is this what, yeah. what you doing what are you doing, girl? Now we know the beginning of the year you don't brought me on a roll, mm-hmm. and now this is what you bring. You better get it together, or you're not getting them two hundred dollars shoes you want for your birthday <laughs> that's coming around the corner. And then the next thing I know, here you come with this damn honor roll, nineties and hundreds, and I'm like, I'm like, you see, I know you could do it. You just be bullshitting mm-hmm. out there with your friends, and you know you <laughs> slipping. And now because I'm saying you're not getting these two hundred dollars shoes. Yeah. Or this, like, mm-hmm. I gotta get my act together. Oh, I need that. Yeah. Exactly, you getting it together now. You know how to bring them damn grades up. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like, oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, beatings. That's what it was. Beatings. Yeah. Cause I used to get hit. Boy, whoo, my mouth was oh, like Nyla. Nyla is. And that's why I think I love my baby so much because Nyla is me. Yeah. I used to talk back. I used to have mm-hmm. I had to have the last word. And I used to get beat all the time. And grandma had this belt called the chocolate. And she had, I don't know <laughs> if y'all remember this, but them little yellow waffle bats back in the days, she used to call that the vanilla. And <laughs> either got hit with the vanilla the chocolate now the chocolate was the belt and the vanilla was the bat so yeah <laughs> i used to get it all the time me and my twin please we be in here fighting or i'm talking back and it it, it was lights out lights out mm-hmm. for real i got pulled by my ponytail up out the chair one time because of my <laughs> mouth <laughs> you hear your aunts talking about that yep my mother snatched me story so many times Yes, girl. She snatched me clear day out my um, by my ponytail up out the chair, cause my mouth 
I was always grown with my mouth. Yeah. 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 And my mom and Nyla are both Leos, y'all. A week apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. How was how has your view on what it means to be a woman changed over your lifetime? Okay. So this question. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I wanna thank your prior guests you had on. Mm-hmm. Um, Lete. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank her because prior to advice that she gave to me, um, I made a lot of wrong decisions in life, mm-hmm. and I wasn't conducting myself as a woman or a, how a young lady should conduct herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that to say I got up and I went to work every day. However, the decision and um, the men that I chose in my life um, didn't fit who I am today. Right. Um, it was more so of me looking for that father figure that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it was more of controlling in a lot of the relationships um and not me being who I really was or who I should be or shining like the queen that I am today um and then I made a decision and I went around and I started dealing with somebody who was incarcerated and me and my cousin had a conversation um And she introduced me to the book, The Weight, Mm -hmm. which was Megan Good and her, I think, soon-to-be ex-husband, Devon, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that they had. And it was about celibacy and, you know, going on the journey. And I said, you know, and me and her had a long conversation about it. And I said, you know, I think this is what I want to do. And she said, listen, get the book, read it and see how you feel after reading it. And then you make your decision from there. And I was like, yeah, I said, because right now, you know, the route I'm going right now, it's not what I want. This is not the life that I want. Mm -hmm. Like I want to find a husband, you know, like I'm for almost 40 years old and I don't even, you know, I don't even have a serious relationship. Like Mm -hmm. I've had long lasting relationship, you know, that would lasted years, but each one of them taught me something different, Mm -hmm. but one of them brought me down so bad and like to where I felt I had nothing else to give. It's all drained from me. Mm -hmm you know, that I gave this person everything and to get back and return everything that I got, it was just like, are you, Chanda? Like, you don't even know you anymore. Like, this is not you. You you deserve better than this. Mm -hmm. You know, and 
I went on that journey and I became celibate and I'm like, you know, what I'm giving these men is priceless. And it's like, they're not even working for it. You know what I mean? Um, to the extent that they need to work for it. Right. You know? um, that feeling it'll be over in a, a moment and you don't gave up something so precious. You know what I mean? So it was like, go on this journey and see where this takes you and where it took me. Uh, how did, um, and why did I get married? She was like, oh, I <laughs> went up with so much joy in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I found the most amazing man ever. I mean, God couldn't have placed a better person, a better soul, a better pop pop for these for my grandkids, you know, in my life. Like it's about me. You know what I mean? My needs, my wants, and I I I just it, it's like wow. I'm still in awe sometimes that, you know, I am married now and because at you know a, a lot of my life I didn't think that I would ever get there I didn't think that I would ever find somebody to love me unconditionally and take me as I was you know the brokenness in me and stuff like that and I did find that mm -hmm. and I am just so grateful you know to God that he sent me this amazing man that'll do anything for me that'll do anything for you and them kids, you know, yeah. who chucked up the road how many times back and forth <laughs> and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, who were your role models growing up and who's your role model now? Growing up, my role model was my big brother, Daryl. Mm -hmm. um, the man that he was at the age of 16 and on, you know, helping mama with me and Uncle James and providing and making sure that we always had, you know, working and going to school and just the man that he was and the love that he showed his little brother and sister when he didn't have to. Mm -hmm. Most men or most, you know, young guys, they ripping and running the streets and they want to see what life is about. And my brother was working and even though, you know, he hung out and he did his thing, but he always made sure that me and my brother me and my twin had everything. And I always said, when I grow up, I want to be like my brother. I inspire to be like him because he was so selfless and giving and stepping up to the plate to hold it down, you know, and help his mom out with his two younger siblings. It was just like, wow, mm -hmm. that's who I want to be. Now, as I'm older, uh, I would have to say you and Latay. 
I really do to see the both of you as moms and everything that you guys been through, you know, um, going through and you still hold your head up high and you still don't let nothing knock you down. I would have to say y'all two are my role models today because I'm just like, if I could have been as strong at you guys' age, mm. man, oh man, where I would be right now. Right. <laughs> I that the two of you, you have now. But I would like to think that I had a part in the strength that you and her both have, that Absolutely. I had something to do with that because... Her as a young girl as well, I had her with me a lot, you know, teaching her and just being around me and telling her, you know, this is not what I want for you. This is what I want for you. Mm-hmm. You know, she went to school, she finished, she had a good job, you know, and she had my baby boy, my my first son. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I said, that's my son, you know, um, she had my son and, you know, being the single mom and doing what she do and raising a man in this world today, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. And, you know, you with your situation and two kids, it's like, and you guys just push through it every single day. Mm -hmm. And if a person look at you guys, they won't even know what you're going through behind the scenes. You know what I mean? And I, I just have to say you guys are. You guys are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you okay, baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was the moment I hurt you the most when I was growing up? That you hurt me the most? Uh-huh. Growing up? Yeah. <sighs> Mm. Does it have to be when you was younger or? No, it doesn't have to be. Uh, when you told me something and I didn't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That right there killed me. Mm-hmm. Because... Growing up, you know, I always try to instill that I will always be there. Mm-hmm. I would always protect you. Yeah. And no matter what, I will always believe you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I didn't know and I had an inkling. And when I asked you, you know, I don't know if it was out of fear that I wouldn't believe you Uh or, you know, or what, but that right there, that killed me because no matter what, I would have believed you. Yeah. 
And I probably wouldn't even be on this um podcast to this day right now. <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah. had, you know, I known I probably wouldn't even be here talking to you right now. You'll probably be sending me money. Right. <laughs> because that's one thing that I always, always, always hoped and prayed would never happen. Yeah. And especially, you know, somebody you adored and you looked at more of a of a father figure than you know your own right and to take advantage like that it was like oh and it, it, you want to know something crazy I still have those thoughts to this day and I have to shake them out of my head because I then have to say you know what it's in God's hands right? and God will take care of it right. because I still have evil thoughts. Yeah. Evil thoughts in my head and I sit and I cry sometimes because I'm like, damn, I didn't protect my baby. You know, I didn't read the signs mm-hmm. and when you posted um a few posts about parents, you know, believing their kids when their kids say something. Yeah. Believe them. Right. Believe them. Kids always go off of reactions. Kids are going to tell the truth. You know, um, kids are not going to make up certain things. Especially when they're innocent babies, they're innocent kids, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not kids that's disrespectful. They're not kids that's, you know, being fast and being grown and stuff like that. Believe your children, no matter what, because nobody, no man, no woman, nothing in this world is more important than you believe in your child. Right. And I felt like I failed as a mother because I should have known and I didn't know. And it was probably because I was so blindsided by, you know, the fact that I had a figure for you in your life and, you know, I wasn't alone or things of that nature and... It's okay to be alone. Don't be scared to be alone. Yeah. It is okay to be alone and to love yourself and to get to know you and who you are as a person. Right. You don't need a man to define you. You don't need a man to make you who you are. That's just the added bonus to make you shine even more. Mm -hmm. When he allows you to shine, when he can step back and take the the you know the spotlight off of him and say nah this is my lady this right. is what it is this is it mm-hmm. you know and not be the one that's always want to be front and center right yeah so for that I'm sorry yeah I think I'm for sorry. me I was just like I don't know I was scared um the that movie with um 
Kimberly Elise and uh, Loretta Devine. Mm-hmm. When she was a young girl, you know, and and her mom, <clears throat> um, she told her mom or whatever, and the mom, you know, went to him and and questioned him about it, and then he was able to like manipulate her into thinking, you know, like that it didn't happen and that she needed him and stuff. So she just like brushed it under the rug and, and kind of didn't believe her child, you know, that movie seeing that before, you know, it even happened. It was just like, it scared me, you know, I didn't want to. And then like the dynamic of you guys is uh relationship, you know, he was like controlling and manipulative and, you know, I kind of felt like had a, a hold on you. So I was, you know, I was scared. Like a part mm-hmm. of me, knew, like my mom, you know, would never let something like that happen to me. But then it's like, now what if I tell her and he try to, you know, like flip it on me or whatever. So I was just, I don't know, I was scared. And then um, um the movie <laughs> Colombiana. <laughs> I was like, when I get older, this is, you know, like, that's why I used to always watch that movie, like, thinking about what I would do, like, when I was older. Uh, Yeah, you know, and I, I, I'm sorry that I never, you know, told you and I kept it from you for so many years because we've always been, like, best friends and I never mind telling you anything you know I was mm-hmm. always comfortable to tell you everything but that there was like really it was scary yeah. and I'm I'm sorry you ever felt that way baby yeah. because one thing I would have protected you at all costs. and that's one thing I always used to tell you you know I don't care if they say they're gonna hurt me or you know, if you tell they're going to hurt me or whatever, that you leave that to me to deal with, not you. Yeah. Because I will take care of it. Because we would have been out of there that day. Right. And I'd have never looked back because I would have always believed you. And knowing the person that I had grown to know and how they were and the control, it would have made it easier for me to get out of there and to leave that situation. Because one thing, you came from me. You were mine. And my job was to protect you. And I felt the day that I found out that I failed. And from that day, when I had that conversation and they tried to they tried to flip it and say, oh, well, maybe it was. I said, let me explain something to you, motherfucker. There should have never been no fucking maybe. Yeah. There should have never been a time where she should have ever felt uncomfortable around you. Mm-hmm. And from that day forward, I deleted the number because I, I, you already knew where I wanted to go after that moment. Yeah. And you said, Ma, leave it alone. Yeah. Because I wanted harm to come to them. Yeah. For hurting my baby. And making my baby feel like she couldn't come to me when all of those years 
I always told her she could come to me no matter what. And the fact that she had to hold all of that in and feel like I wouldn't protect her made me even more angry. Even more angry. Yeah. Because I would have did everything in my power. And I would have protected you. But there is a God. Yep. And every dog has their day. And their day is going to come. Uh-huh. Their day is going to definitely come. Yep. And one thing that I can say is... looking at you now and how strong you are being a survivor yeah it, it, it just amazes me yeah. it just amazes me how you're doing these segments and you know you're you're trying to give other women you know power to love themselves and to be able to speak freely and, you know, come together as a sisterhood and just let it go and speak and, you know, listen to their kids and how to look for different signs and stuff like that. And if you know a relationship is not good for you, there's no need for you to stay because of comfortability or because you feel, oh, I'm stable. He's taking care of me. So what? Start the fuck over. Yep. All a lot of us have. Yep. There is that one out there. I found mine. I found them in my 40s, but you know what? I found them. <laughs> You know what I mean? I found them. You know, I raised kids that's not biologically mine and loved them to death as if they were my own. Right. And to ever think about bringing harm to them, it, it kills me. Right. It kills me. And you used to always say that. Yeah. Listen, my mom don't treat me, my brother, and my sister no different. Nope. She treat us the same. Yeah. I fuck up, she getting in my ass. They fuck up, she getting in their ass. Mm -hmm. She don't treat us no different. Nope. And they ain't even biologically hers. But you would think they are because she don't treat us no different. Yep. That story we told y'all earlier, it was because of my sister. I got smacked <laughs> because of my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yep you know so and still to this day those is my babies you know what I mean and it's nothing that I wouldn't do for y'all and I just want nothing but the best for all of you Yeah, that's all I want y'all gave me four beautiful grandkids and you know I just want nothing but the best for y'all I can't wait to get this backyard and pick a fence so I can have my babies <laughs> back there on the little jungle gym, partying hardy <laughs> at Yaya's house. Yep, sending them to you every every school break, summer break. Bye, see ya. Send them on down. <laughs> Send them on down. You know Yaya got them. True. Yaya <laughs> take them in a heartbeat. <laughs> 
and especially Pop Pop. Listen, man <laughs> on man, don't get Nyla started with her Pop Pop. <laughs> don't play about her Pop Pop at all. She be ready to fight you. <laughs> Shoot. Um, I think we kind of answered this one already, but what was the moment I tested you or frustrated you the most when I was growing up? Huh, there was a lot of testing moments. There was a lot of testing moments. Was there? Yeah, it was. When I said, no, you can't have no company overnight. And then I wake up and there's overnight company. And I'm like, didn't I fucking tell this girl? I don't want no goddamn body in my house. Lord have mercy. I'm like, but I don't want to embarrass her. You know what I mean? When I catch a little ass after school, when she come home, we going to have it out. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of testing moments. Um you being there for people and ready to jump and fight for people and you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, their back was turned when you needed them. You know what I mean? Um and one thing I always used to tell you, as you get older, you will see who's for yeah. you and who's not. And you will start to wean and you will start to put people in their place. You will put people where they need to be in your life. Yeah. And I always told you that from young growing up. As you get older, you will start to put people where they need to be in your life. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody is going to pan out as that long term right like you thought they were mm-hmm. okay. look at me i don't have a lot of friends me the <laughs> i told people listen my first trip to vegas wasn't with my girls my first trip to vegas was with my mama my two aunts and my two uncles and when i tell you we turn vegas up and out we turn vegas up and out yeah, I still look at the videos from the good time that we had. I had a blast with them. Yep. I said, I think I had more fun with them than if I went with my girls. <laughs> and now I go every year with my husband. You know, we go in the bowling tournament. We do that. And I have a blast. But when I went with them, oh, my God. That's something we have to do. A mommy and daughter trip. Whenever you ready, baby. I got my passport now. Yep. As Roger say, oh, you an adult now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So whenever you ready, yep. I am here and ready to go. <laughs> um, okay. Is there anything you wish you could have done differently? or better in regards to the situation with my dad that would have shifted my um, my upbringing? No. Honestly, um, there's nothing I think I could have done differently mm-hmm. 
because I gave him everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I stuck by him. He went to jail. You know, I I went on visits. I did. I went on visits. I, I did commissary. I did it all. And I went to work every day. I wasn't out here, you know, ripping and running in the streets. And, you know, what he gave in return, mm-hmm. I didn't think that I deserved that. How he treated you in return never should have been. And no matter how much I begged and pleaded, we don't have to be in a relationship. We're no longer in a relationship. Just take care of your child. Just be there for your daughter. You know, that's all I ever asked for. Um, The baby mother. Yeah, I pounded (laughs) her head in. And I just (laughs) pounded her head in every time I saw her. But it, it was only because as a woman you don't ever come between a man and his kids. Right. I don't care if it's his son, his daughter, whatever. You don't come between a man and his kids and especially a man and his daughter. Yeah. Because every little girl needs their father. Yeah. You know, and that's the one thing that I've all, I always tried to push with him. Your daughter needs you. You know what I mean? You need to be there. You need to stop saying you're going to do things and you don't come through and you don't do them. You know, Um, the relationship that me and him have now is the relationship that I always try to have with him. Right. You know, being cordial, us being able to talk and be in the same room, you know, um, you see, look at how we was for um your birthday. Mm-hmm. Me, him, you, Roger, all of us was one big happy family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Roger talks to him on his own. You know, and that's how it should be mm-hmm. with his kid's mother, his girl's mother. We have a great relationship. I was with her two weeks ago. You know, we was laughing, drinking, talking, having a good time. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of people need to realize. Um, When you're in a relationship and you're dealing with someone who has children, you cannot dictate to that person When they can and cannot be around their kids, when they can and cannot spend time with their kids, because sooner or later, that child is going to grow up to resent that parent. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to resent that parent and you as a person, as a woman who then becomes a mother will not want that done to you. So there's honestly nothing that I can say I would change because even a lot of his friends was like, yo, you got the best fucking baby mother around, yo. (laughs) (laughs) 
wrong with you? Yeah. Like, wish our baby mother was like her. Don't get me wrong. Don't. I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I took him for child support, but that was because he told me he'd rather pay the white man than to give me money. I wasn't out here spending money on Gucci and Louis and all of that shit like a lot of these other mothers mm-hmm. do. You know, with the money and stuff like that. But then, right. after a while, the money wasn't coming in like that and I went back to court and I dropped everything the arrears was ridiculous you know that was old and I told him drop everything mm-hmm. I don't want nothing I'm not gonna force a man to take care of his child right at all right as you get older I always told you you'll see for yourself I don't have yeah. to take anything I never denied him to come and get you. I've never denied you seeing him or none of that. No matter how much I felt or how much I disliked him and the chick he was with, when he said he wanted to see you, I said, okay, no problem. Yeah. You know, so it's really nothing I wouldn't, I really wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Because I did everything that I could possibly do. Right. What do you want or wish most for your kids in life? I wish my kids nothing but happiness. Um, I wish my kids success. I want my kids to be able to maybe buy me a house before I buy my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> but no, seriously, I, I I just want I want my kids to be happy. I want my kids mm-hmm. to enjoy everything life has to offer. I want them to pursue their dreams and whatever it is in life that they want, I want them to be able to go and get it and not say, oh, I can't. No, because I always said, you can. Yeah. Anything you set your mind to, you can do it. Yeah. We all go through things in life that may set us back. You know, like my daughter, she's going through something right now that set her back a little bit. But I believe in my heart of hearts and I pray hard every single night mm-hmm. that God bring her out of this situation, deliver her from this situation. And yeah. she push forward and be strong and become who she's meant to be because she's a beautiful person inside and out. She's just right. like a mother, Leo, just like her mama and her niece. She's mm-hmm. a Leo, you know, but she was dealt a bad hand. you know and she didn't know how to deal with that hand no matter how much we tried to help her and guide her she didn't know how to deal with it but she's getting it together she's Mm -hmm. gonna get it together and I know my baby girl she gonna come back stronger than ever and she gonna wow and shock the hell out of a lot of us right you know my son he's in the navy you know taking care of his baby girl he's doing what he gotta do you know he check on his mom make sure that I'm all right you know drop by and see me every time or chance he gets or whatever so he's doing it he's making a career you know and doing what he has to do for his family 
And my princess, she's took what can I say? She done started <laughs> a cosmetic line. She done started a beauty line. You know, <laughs> she's doing this amazing. You got this queen podcast. And with the fact that she's raising two children, yep. two toddlers, a three-year-old and a one-year-old, mm-hmm. and you still doing it. So I just wish, you know, my kids nothing but success nothing but success and to always dream big and to always i always told y'all don't reach for the stars reach for above the stars yeah yeah lily uh texted me the other day and she was like congratulating me and stuff and she said um the sky is not the limit it's only the view or something like that oh yeah lily hello who's that who's that lily oh oh my god i'm sorry baby girl i'm sorry baby mommy sorry mommy sorry yeah, and I love that. I was like, "Oh, thank you." Yeah, it is, baby. Yeah, it is. Me that yesterday. Yeah, and I love that. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna use that." The sky is not the limit; it's only the view. I was like, "Oh, I love that." That is beautiful. Yeah. Um. Okay. What was your biggest battle with raising me? My biggest battle was hoping that I would be an amazing mom, Mm. that I would pour into you all the love that I had to give and, you know, raise you to be who you are today, a strong Black woman, you know, and... um making sure that you didn't make the decisions and the choices like I made in life, Mm -hmm. you know, um, being stronger than how I was at that age. Um, It was just making sure that I raised a, a, a woman and, you know, that you would be able to hold your own one day and be able to take care of yourself. And if you have a family, be able to take care of your family. So it was, you know, me doing a good job at raising you, especially being a single mom. Mm -hmm. You did a great job. Oh, thank you, princess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, What's one piece of... uh, What's one piece of advice you want to pass on to me as I raise my children? One piece of advice. Let them be who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times we, you know, we say, oh, they're too hyper, they're too active, they're this, they're that. Let them be who they are because before you know it, they're going to be like you. Yeah. And you're going to be watching their kids. 
Yeah. And you're going to say, damn, where the hell did the time go? Right. I miss, you know, like it, it just flew by so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, be patient. Um, you already know you listen to, to what they, what, you know, they have to say, mm-hmm. um, you're going to believe them no matter what. And, you know, to always instill in them what I instilled in you, no matter what, come to me, no yeah. matter what the situation is. And I need you to pound that in their head, especially my sweet pea, yeah. you know, pound it in their head. I don't care what somebody says. I don't care what somebody tells you. You come and you tell me. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure that it's taken care of and it's handled. That's what I would want you to pass on to them because, you know, you never know in this world, the world that we live in today, there's so many things that's happening now. And, you know, we want our kids to be able to come to us with bullies and, you know, threatening them and stuff like that. And, you know, the drugs that's out there now is just so many things um, just drill into their heads. And especially my my chocolate chip, you know, he's a young black man now growing up yeah. in this world. And, you know, just to always be respectful and, yeah. um, you know, think of others as well. And like I said, reach for the stars and beyond, yeah. beyond the stars, because the stars is not the limit. Like she said, it's not the, it's the view, you know, you got to reach beyond that and to make all your dreams come true and make all your dreams, you know, possible. And I know one thing for sure and two things for certain is you're going to be very supportive of them. Like I've been supportive of you. You're going to push them, you know, to be a better them always, no matter what, you know, and they're going to turn out to be amazing kids, just like you were. Thank you. <laughs> My CP may be a little rough right now, but she's going to blossom like it ain't yes. nobody's business. She's going to be a star. She, yes, she, she has that, 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 um, like that's that star factor. Like she need to be on, well, I don't know about Disney child, um, channel because them the Disney stars, I don't know. They be they be turning out crazy, but <laughs> my baby need a show or something. She has it like she could yeah. do, she could sing, she could act, she could memorize like lines and stuff. We be like pra- practicing lines from her favorite shows. She'd be like, No, mommy, you gotta say this, okay? <laughs> yep, that's why I told you to start yeah. to camcorder yeah. and start in these little bits of her and turn it into you know a Nyla Jade show yeah and or Nyla's thoughts yeah right because the things that come out of this little girl mouth oh my god she is great (laughs) a hole full of doubt (laughs) a hole full of doubt and you like really yes so yeah that's what piece of advice I would give to you and last question do you have any regrets in life um I want to say yes but I'm gonna say no Mm -hmm. and why I say that 
I have regrets because there's a lot of things that I would have done in my life differently. Mm-hmm. However, had I not gone through the things that I did in life, right, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be able to love my husband unconditionally without the baggage like I do today. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes have my crazy moments, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but all in all, um, the life that I live now, the life that I'm afforded now, I'm not rich as far as money wise, but I'm mm-hmm. rich in love. I'm right. rich in respect. I'm rich in being treated as a queen. I'm rich in being put first. I'm rich of being told that I'm beautiful every single day, even when I was 200 and almost 250 pounds and, you know, I couldn't even fit my clothes and stuff. (laughs) For him to look at me and say, baby, I still love you. You're still beautiful. You know, that, that right there is, is just amazing. So yes, we all regret things in life, but I don't regret anything because each thing that I've went through taught me something different. Right. And prepared you for now. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's what I would say. Yes, I do, but no, Mm -hmm. no, because I have an amazing life now. And, you know, a lot of people tell me I've never seen you this happy. Like, you're just glowing all the time, you know? And they tell me you deserve it because of the person you are. You deserve this happiness. Right. And I, I, you know what? I do deserve it. I'm going to say that. I do deserve mm-hmm. it. After everything that I've been through, you know, and all the years that I've given and didn't receive in return, I do right. deserve this. Yeah. Because I have the most amazing husband ever. Yeah. He's, he's just amazing. Just amazing. And he has the heart like I have. Like he would do anything for his kids and his family. You know? So I met my match. It was a little scary in the beginning when we first started. <laughs> you know, I was like, he's much older than I am. And I don't know, he's old enough, he could be my father, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And we went on that one date, and then it was just like, I guess God said, you know what, bitch, this is the one. Uh, You know, stop with your, oh, this is what I want in a man, and this and that, this, because, you know, my ideal was tall, dark, chocolate boy (laughs) and stuff like that and he sent me my husband and I was like, you know what I tell people, you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plan tell him your plan, I know that's right he sent me his plan and I'm forever forever grateful for him sending me his plan because I couldn't ask for a better plan yeah yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. All right, and that was the last question. But 
is there anything you would like to tell my listeners before we head out? I would like to tell your listeners you are young, middle age, older queens. Fix your crown. Don't let nobody, I mean, nobody ever tell you you can't. Don't let nobody ever tell you you're not worth it. Don't let nobody ever tell you you're not worthy. Mm -hmm. Don't let nobody ever tell you that you're not accepted. You're not acceptable because you are. You put your best foot forward and you walk with your head held high and you say, yes, I can. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will. Yes, I am. A black queen. Yes. I have Nyla coming in here. (laughs) Yes. Hello, sweet pea. Uh-huh. I just finished with Yaya. Hello, sweet pea. Am I finished the next interview? Yes. I told you I was going to have you on, remember? Uh-huh. Okay. So are you ready to answer your questions? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So say hi to the people. Okay. Say hi. Hi, people. <laughs> <laughs> this is Naila. We are going to be... I do... We do have a couple ice you heard him on she said we do have a couple icebreakers yes guys she be going around around the house like hey queens it's your girl anaya marie (laughs) i hear you sweet pea come drop some knowledge baby she is so funny so today i'm gonna be talking about my little brother He is brave and he's a little scared, and that's why he has has a big sister. Me. That's right, because you're gonna protect him. And I also protect him from monsters. Oh, you're the best. And even I throw a huge birthday party for him. You threw the birthday party for him? Oh, okay. And even though that. that I'm his big sister. Which I look after him mm-hmm. and I love him so much. Mm-hmm. He is my little brother. I love him. <laughs> and he's my best little brother ever. Aww. And I love him You're so the best. Much. You're so sweet. And I love him so much. Okay, so I have a couple questions for you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your best friend? My best friend's name's Tosh. I thought you were going to say mommy. She and she <laughs> for me, and she looks after me and my brother. Give she... it up for Anaya Marie. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. What's my name? Give it up for Anaya Crawford. <laughs> What's my name? Anaya Crawford. <laughs> I'm mommy. Give it, give it up for my mommy. <laughs> I'm not supposed to not laugh. I'm not smile. supposed to laugh. Oh, just smile. Okay. But yeah, Taj is her new best friend. She met him at the park. And Aww. yeah, she loves him. 
Okay. Do you think mommy does a great job raising you and papa? Yeah. Yeah? What's your favorite thing to do with me? And she is a part of this family. She is my mom. <laughs> and she's a part of our family. And I love her so much. Oh, I love you so much. Give me a kiss. What do you like doing most with what you, What's your favorite thing to do with me? And we play together with Barbies, which I understand how much you love me. <laughs> and now, you like when I play Barbies with you? And then we had a huge argue, but don't worry, my little brother was there for me. <laughs> Mommy, yes, smile. Just smile. I'm laughing at you because you're funny. Please, okay, what do you love? Yeah, yeah, just banged her head. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. I love you so much. And you're the and she's the best. Please give it up for my mommy. <laughs> what do you like doing with me the most? Do you like watching movies with me? Do you yeah. like cooking? Yeah. What's your favorite favorite thing to do with mom? Oh well, I do like cooking, which I love cooking you love with cooking you. With me? I love cooking with you too. That's my favorite thing. Oh, thank you. Give me a big hug. What do you love that I do for you? I love what you do for me. Sing me lullaby. When I sing you lullabies, you love that? Oh. And you always promise you'll look after me. Of course. I got your back forever. Right? Mm-hmm. Pinky promise? Yeah, pinky okay. promise. Well, <laughs> we do have a couple icebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious she is my <laughs> alright wait I have something else to ask you okay. is there anything you think mom can do better mm-hmm. what hmm. let's make a studio you want to make a studio yeah a studio of our school you your daddy daughter yeah a studio of our own <laughs> <laughs> okay well, we do have a couple icebreakers. Oh, my God. You need icebreakers. I already asked you. I have icebreakers. You missed that. I'm the <laughs> icebreakers. <laughs> Mommy, can you... Um, okay. We got to wrap it. it. Yeah, but we got to wrap it up. Okay. So, I have one last question for you. What would you like to be when you grow up? I would like to be when I grow up. Yeah, awesome. What you want to be when you grow up? I want to be when I grow up. What? My mom always teaches me how to <laughs> to bake cookies, so I want to be a baker chef. You want to be a baker chef? Okay. She Ooh. changes. She changes what she wants to be every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, but what mommy always tells you, you can be anything, right? Yeah. Anything you put your mind to, right? You could be that. Okay, I love you. Okay, y'all, we have a couple ice breakers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to ask you an icebreaker. What what do you think a queen is? P is for queen. No, Q is for queen. P is for princess. Oh, Q. You're the princess, right? Yeah. And what's mom? A queen. Okay. And what's a queen? Um, A queen is... Protects her family. Oh, okay. Queen protects her family. I like that answer. Good job. That's an amazing answer, sweetie. That was awesome. I love you. Okay, so we got 
All right, that's it. No more icebreakers. We got to end it, baby. Okay. So say bye, guys. Bye, guys. You got this queen podcast. You got this queen podcast. (laughs) And what's your name? Well, I am Nyla. You're Nyla. And this is my Yaya. Please give it up for Shanda. Oh, (laughs) no, she did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she shouted out the government. Mm-hmm. You lucky we on the podcast, child. <laughs> you get a pass for that. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> see Bye, guys. See you in the next episode. See you. <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode, episode. every Wednesday, right? At 12 o'clock. Say we lit. We lit. And say check out my mommy podcast. And check out my mommy podcast. Period pool. Period pool. <laughs> <laughs>